As you know, we are very committed. Uh, we've always been committed to having the finest transit system uh, in the United States, a reliable system, one that provides service throughout the community and stays pace with the desires of the, the residents of Madison and, and those in the metro area uh, who, who utilize uh, a system which ranks in ridership uh, among the, the highest in the country. Well, part of, of having a great transit system uh, goes beyond reliable service. It means presenting a service which people have trust and confidence, and that means one where they feel uh, healthy and safe. We've taken some significant steps in recent years uh, to see that that happens. Uh, it can be a challenge at times, and I just want to, uh, before I introduce Chuck, also say that we are very grateful for the entire Metro staff, which contributes to the, the safety of the system. Everything ranging uh, from the equipment and its safety to uh, the drivers themselves who, who not only have to keep an eye on the road, but also have to be aware of, of what's happening uh, within the vehicle itself. So to uh, share a bit more with us, Chuck. Thank you, Mayor Soglin. What I'd like to do is just give a little background on the video we're about to see. Over the last 10 or 15 years, Metro has been gradually uh, equipping all of our buses with video. And we initially did this to focus on our own internal cases, sharing with the police department involving security and accidents and uh, issues like this. But about the same time, we started realizing, you know, there's a lot going on in the street and on the sidewalks. As we started talking to our peers across the country, especially those systems in vibrant areas like Madison that have strong goals for uh, development that is very pedestrian friendly, that has strong goals to make Madison one of the best bicycling communities uh, in the United States, uh, that as we become a vibrant community, we are sharing those streets and we are have seeing more activity on sidewalks, which is good. But we thought we would take this opportunity, almost an obligation to share some of the challenges that we see to an increasing extent on the street and on the sidewalks of Madison. So I'm going to go through a video. It moves pretty quickly. I'll introduce the first couple of videos on close calls. And then uh, at the end, I'd like to introduce a few folks and then take uh, a moment for questions. And when I show the screen, most of these you're going to see a green arrow. And the green areas allows you to focus on what we want you to focus on. But as you can imagine, as the mayor just said, he's keeping his eye, he or she, is keeping their eye on the road, on the sidewalks, and all the things that are going on. This is on Monroe Street. There's the green arrow. This is just a case where... If I had to summarize our message today, it would be paying attention and following the rules. We'll show you some others now. This next one involves a pedestrian and a bus. All of these, our buses are involved, but there is a mix of interactions we're having with bicyclists, skateboarders, pedestrians, 
and others. This one is with a pedestrian. The video on the right is the view that you see if you were on the side of the bus where the driver is looking back. This is a very helpful um, view when we're analyzing accidents and analyzing other things that are happening on the street. There's the arrow. See the person is walking. There it's following the rule simply. Make sure you're crossing at a pedestrian crossing uh, is the key on that one. This next one is actually one of the things we're dealing with. If you notice, the individual here actually has a cell phone in the other ear. This is really when you're any place, quite frankly. The rules on texting or using cell phones that apply to autos also apply to pedestrians, apply to bicyclists, apply to our bus drivers, apply to everybody that is sharing the streets and the sidewalks so that we avoid that type of a close call. This is on State Street. Uh, this is not an uh, accident or anything, but this is just, I happened to be on one of the buses, and my, uh, you might imagine as I was reading the paper here, I was a little surprised to see a skateboarder threading the needle. So this is, again, following the rules. Is that something safe to do? Well, of course not. Uh, in a moment, I'll show you another skateboarding thing. This is a situation as the driver is looking both ways. This was when construction was happening on Old University. Just a bike really pulling out pretty quickly there by the intersection. The arrow here is on a bicyclist. This is not a close call in a way. This is just related to had the bus been right next to that individual, it would have been a different outcome potentially. <laughs> This is a situation where, coincidentally, this uh, passenger was on our bus, just got off the bus, and is walking along the street here. So he makes a turn towards the bus, actually gets hit by the mirror. So this is paying attention and looking both ways. Again, if I had to summarize the lesson, it's about paying attention, following the rules. This is a different skateboarder, I believe, at State Street and Gorham. This is on University Avenue, one of our challenging areas because we have bicyclists, of course, on the left. And this is just reminding of, to everybody involved of when you're using that and you begin to move out of that lane that that's a bus lane. So just a reminder, very crowded area, lots going on there. This is one of our most challenging areas. This is now actually on Johnson. This would be more on some of the rules in the city uh, ask that you not ride bikes on the sidewalk. And that would be the reason why that individual was not injured, got up and rode their bike away. self-explanatory there and we remind folks that when you're near the bus don't get closer to it uh, that is just getting too close to the 
bus, we catch that person's bicycle. So close call again, and that's a quick overview. Um, so again, our main issue is to share the road, follow the rules, and um, pay attention. Our number one issue that we're seeing is actually with electronic distractions. So there's a lot of emphasis on that as far as driving a car, but that also applies to, again, our bus drivers, bicyclists, and pedestrians. And a part of this is emphasizing that aspect of safety. I'd like to introduce the chair of our Transit and Parking Commission to make a, a, a few comments, and then we'll continue on. Gary, come on up. Good afternoon. I'm Gary Polson, chair of the Transit and Parking Commission. And I know the city takes great pride in promoting multimodal transportation. And as you can see from the video, uh, there is a potential for a lot of conflicts. And I want to just acknowledge the efforts Madison Metro has taken to train our drivers. Our professional drivers have done some great work in, in not only preventing injuries, but in recent years we've been the beneficiary of, of money returned by our insurance company because of that safe ref record. And so I, I, you know, this is a cautionary tale, and hopefully uh, you know, people will see this and uh, respect their, their transportation efforts. Thanks. Thanks, Gary. And then also we have with us Ray Rahman, uh, we work very closely with the uh, police department, with city engineering, with the bicycling community. Uh, but as we're working on these projects, probably uh, our uh, very close relationship with the police department has helped us greatly in the last couple years. Ray, come on up. Well, I'm the uh, supervisor of the Traffic Enforcement Safety Team, and I just wanted to share some numbers with you, reference our uh, 2013 Top Ten dangerous intersections, which we, we complete every year. Uh, in 2013, there were a total of 5,054 traffic crashes compared to 4,676 in 2012. Uh, regarding pedestrian-involved crashes, 91 crashes involved a pedestrian. Four out of seven traffic fatalities in the city in 2013 involved a pedestrian, while 63 crashes occurred within an intersection. Um, at fault uh, during these uh, crashes, 42 of the 42 percent of the time, pedestrians were at fault, compared to 55 percent of a motor vehicle were at fault. Regarding uh, motor or crashes involving bicycles, 111 uh, crashes were reported involving a bicycle. Last year, two out of seven fatalities in 2013 involved a bike, so a total of six out of the seven were either a bike or a ped. 85% of those crashes occurred within 100 feet of an intersection, and regarding at fault, 32% of the time bicyclists were at fault, and 68% of the time a motor vehicle operator were at fault. Uh, according to our analysis, of course, with the high volume of traffic, most crashes occur during peak rush hour times. Um, as you can see from the video there, uh, there were a lot of close calls, and uh, they could have easily turned into a tragic crash. Uh, there are currently laws in place for distracted driving for motorists, while there are none for pedestrians or bicyclists. So we urge everyone to please be aware of your surroundings, whether you're in a vehicle, bike, or uh, walking the city streets. Uh, distractions such as cell phones, texting, earphones, and um, simply not paying attention of your surroundings can increase your chances of getting into a crash significantly. 
Thank you, Ray. You bet. And I just want to recognize uh, Arthur Ross is here from the uh, city uh, from a bicycling perspective, as is Claire Hurley here from B-Cycle. And we'd like to now open it up to any questions to those of us that spoke or others uh, regarding this important safety issue. When, what sort of the time period were those? Were those from last year or the past few years? Uh, probably the last three or four years. I wish I could say that we had a shortage of close calls, but we had to actually edit this down to show a mix of close calls, and we used the last several years. Were there any accidents in particular or anything in particular that motivated you to want to get this message out? You know, uh, it's no secret Metro has had its own serious accidents, and when we have, it just redoubles our efforts to look at what are things we can do, such as working with the police department, working with the bicycling community, working with some of the pedestrian safety folks? Um, we've taken a number of measures on our buses with uh, reducing blind spots. Some of you walking along Madison may know we have audible turn signals now. So I would say it is our presence on the street and the occasional accident that reminds us what can we do to improve our safety and what you're seeing here today this discussion today is hopefully going to improve our safety even further. You mentioned you're working with other people, you're working with bicyclists. What kind of work is that? I mean, what are you, what are you doing with bicyclists? Do you talk to them directly? Do you put out posters? I mean, I'm just trying to... We have had meetings at Metro literally to talk about um, specific intersections. You heard the statistic quoted that uh, accidents happen within 100 feet of an intersection. Sometimes we've literally been talking about an intersection. We will invite other people to the table, including the police department, again, folks from the bicycling commuting, and ask this question, how can we make this situation safer? You mentioned the audible turning signals. Could you mention just uh, you know, some other um, things that you've done to increase safety over the last you know, maybe year or so to boost things up for your uh, city? Members? Sure. One of the things is just as you've seen here with these videos, we now use this as a training tool. When we first got the videos on the buses, we were envisioning that as an analytical tool after an incident. We're using both the accident video as well as the close call videos to train drivers. We have uh, refresher training programs where these have been very helpful for our drivers. Um, when I said we're managing our blind spots better, the mirror on the driver's side of the bus, all 214 buses, that has been moved so that the blind spot is minimized as far as any pedestrian or bicyclist that might be in that portion of the driver's view, especially when they're making a left-hand turn. Those are probably some of the key issues right there. Video usage for training, training itself, the mirrors, and the audible turn signal. And uh, events like this where we're trying to share the stage with folks and raise awareness of how we can all use our streets and our sidewalks more safely. The majority of the videos yes. show people making mistakes or bicyclists making mistakes, not paying attention. Do you have examples of maybe drivers doing the same, maybe a driver not looking, a driver not paying attention? We do. And, in fact, uh, the accident I was referring to several years ago was one where the blind spot was not managed correctly and uh, uh, had you know, very catastrophic consequences. So there are plenty of examples here. Our message today is in sharing the roads. Uh, there are examples of drivers, uh, bicyclists, uh, skateboarders, and others that are using the straight that need to pay attention more carefully and follow the rules. 
that applies to us too. What are you uh, hearing from your drivers regarding, you know, seeing bikers and people walking? Are they seeing more of stuff like this and more um, bikers out there? Are they driving on the city streets? They're encountering more people to the left or the right of them. What are some of the things they're starting to see? I would say the thing that has changed the most is just uh, the volume, number one, and number two, the electronic distractions, where um, you saw in the one video where individuals are multitasking, and the emphasis in the law is driving an automobile or a motor vehicle like a bus, but certainly when you're out there on the sidewalks and the streets, whatever, whatever, whatever your form of transportation is, you should be paying attention and waiting for the texting and the emailing later. In terms of the distractions, in, in terms of the distractions, it's it's a two-sided uh, problem. It's not just that the person who's distracted may do something dangerous, as we saw in the video, but it's also when they are distracted, they cannot operate defensively in case somebody else has has done something that's that's dangerous. And so this is particularly important, especially in the downtown campus area where there are so many movements of pedestrians, uh, bicyclists. And keep in mind, while our focus here uh, is, is Madison Metro and that large bus that's occupying a big section of the street, we've also got plenty of examples of, for example, pedestrian bicycling accidents uh, that emanate from, from people being distracted. There are no other questions. Uh, Mick Roos, if he could raise his hand in the back, has copies of the press release and the video. Uh, any other comments from our folks joining us here today? If not, thank you very much for coming. <laughs>